Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo.
nine of the nine of them spend. We give too many, we of, give our too many of our days to not nearly enough. We act as if life, life always is always about. about. The real part the real of our part life of our is on the way, way, but first, but we, first have we have to get past a couple of things, things unfinished, unfinished business, time still, time to, be still to be served, responsibility to take care of, then, then that's the Reverend that's Dr. Dr. Brett Younger, and today he brings today you a challenging, challenging message of faith and hope. Faith and I'm Peter Wallace. Peter Wallace, this is this Day is One. Day one, the weekly program that brings you outstanding from America's main Protestant church, sharing insight and spiritual inspiration. God's word, God's word, Now, here's our host, Peter Wallace, to introduce today's Today, on day one, we're honored to welcome the Reverend Dr. Brett Younger, who earlier this summer became senior minister of Plymouth Church in Brooklyn. Slaves were hidden, were hidden in 
during that mm-hmm. difficult, difficult time, time in history. history. The people the who people spoken at Plymouth is kind of a bizarre list to me. Uh, Charles, yeah, Dickens, Charles Dickens, Ralph Waldo, Ralph Waldo Emerson, Emerson, Clara Barton, Clara Barton uh, Frederick, uh, Douglas, Frederick Douglas, more recently, more recently Martin, Luther Martin Luther King preached a sermon that sermon later, that later became, became the Dream of a Dream speech that he preached on the, on the mall on the mall in Washington, Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite, one of my favorite stories about the 1946. One of the most one of the prominent, prominent members is Ricky, Ricky, the general, general manager of the Dodgers, Dodgers baseball team. And so one weekday, he comes into the pastor's study and asks Wendell Bible if he can stay with him. He says, I've been in the study praying. Have any peace about what I'm praying about? And I know this is kind of odd, but would you mind, would you mind if I sit on the couch and pray? I won't make I won't any make noise. Go on with what you're doing. I won't bother. And Wendell said, Wendell said that's a lot, lot branch, branch, but sure, that'd sure, be fine. that'd be fine. So Branch Ricky so sits on the couch and the pastor studies for an hour and prays. And at the end of the hour, he says, Wendell, Wendell. I have decided, I have decided that God wants me to be the great baseball. There's a player There's named, a player named Robinson, Robinson who I'm going to give a contract, give a contract to. He's going to play for He's the Brooklyn, play for the Brooklyn Dodgers. And my favorite part, my favorite of, part of that story is that no one knew, no one knew until the funeral. His wife told the preacher who was, preacher who was offering, the offering the eulogy. And so it was, and so it was, it was at the funeral. At the funeral. I first heard that story. Amazing. Amazing. So you've been a pastor, so been a pastor for 22 years, years before, before moving to Mackey School of Theology in Atlanta, Atlanta where you taught preaching, preaching worship, and writing, writing for eight years. During those eight During years, those you also served several churches, several churches as interim pastor. So why the move back to the full-time pastor? The front lines. The front lines have been... The five interims I served were delightful in their own way. One of the most significant ones we went for a semester and served as the interim pastor of Santiago Community Church in Santiago, Chile. And so it was a full-time interim parsonage 30 feet from the church's front door. We were immersed in the congregation as we had been before coming to teach the And Carol and I just felt like... While an interim, While an interim is, is wonderful and you get to do lots of good stuff, stuff, and you get a lot of the hard stuff, stuff. The hard stuff. It is also, it is also not, you're, not, you're not in the same time. You're not living, not living as usually a limited such a time. Limited time. And so and we felt called back, back to, to the community of Christ Church. We want very deeply very friendships that last more than a year. During your sermon, During your sermon at church back in April, in April, searching for the new pastor, you focused on the question, what kind of Baptist am I? How did you answer I said I was the kind of Baptist that they like. And like them, I like them disturbed by the kind of Baptist that they don't like. One of the things I think we found is within the church, the differences between denominations are not as are not great as, great as, great as, as from one end one of the denomination, denomination to the other. To the other. As they tried to explain they, to me the congregation I kept wanting to say, no, I was taught that's, I was taught the, taught that's the way. way. Some of the things we, Some think, of the things of we think of denominational denominational are, are shared. Uh, the priesthood of the believers. Plymouth thinks Plymouth that's the congregation's congregation. contribution. And I'm sure it is. The Baptist Church, the Baptist church part, thought part. that was theirs. Mm. The autonomy of the local church yeah. doesn't belong to doesn't one belong to denomination. It belongs to many denominations. Well, your sermon today focuses sermon on Jesus' teaching Jesus. in Luke chapter 12. 
Would you read the passage for us? Yes. This text is Jesus' invitation, invitation to, live to live deeply. So in this Holy Scripture, listen for God's word to you. Do not be afraid, little flock, afraid. for it is your Father's good pleasure good. to give you the kingdom. Yeah. Sell your possessions and give alms. Give. Make purses for Make yourselves that do not wear out. An unfailing treasure, and in treasure heaven, in where heaven. no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Be dressed for action. Have your lamps lit. Be like those who are waiting for their master to return from the wedding banquet, that they may open the door for him as soon as he comes and knocks. Blessed are those slaves whom the master finds alert when he comes. Truly I tell you, he will fasten his belt and have them sit down. And he will come and serve them. If he comes during the middle of the night or near dawn and finds them so blessed are those slaves. But know this. If the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he wouldn't have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. Brett, there is a lot packed into those few verses. Your sermon is entitled, Life is Short. Thank you for being with us. Thank you. I'm delighted to have been invited. When our oldest son is oldest little, son. friends come to the hospital, the ask to hold the baby, comment on how glad they are that Graham looks like his mother. As they're leaving, Sarah will say something like, something like, don't blink. Because that's how long it will be before he's off to college. At the time, I thought it was a stupid comment, but they were right. My son is a lawyer working on public policy who comes to our house for dinner once a week. I find this hard to believe. I feel like he started crawling a month ago, went to kindergarten a week ago, got his driver's license a few days ago. Seems like only yesterday he was yesterday. lying on the couch throwing food and throwing making silly food. noises. Well, actually, well, that was yesterday. That, the great American poet, poet, Dr. Seuss, writes, How did it get so late so soon? Late. It's night before it's afternoon. December is here before it's June. My goodness, how the time has flown. How did it get so late so soon? So soon. It gets so late so soon. We know that life is short, and yet we spend our lives as if we have nine of them to spend. We give too many of our days to not nearly enough. We act as if life is always about to begin. The real part of our life is on the way, but first we have to get past a couple of things, some unfinished business, time still to be served, debt to be paid, responsibility to take care of, then life We recognize how wrong it is to throw a life away and yet don't see how sinful it is to do the same thing an hour at a time. Life is wasted hour by hour, day by day, in a thousand small, uncaring ways. My wife and I are in Washington to make summer in Atlanta seem balmy by comparison. 
We finished a tour of the Capitol <laughs> building and walked the length of the mall. We've got either gone 10 miles, depending on which one of us you ask and at what moment. I say, Carol, we could go to the National Archives and be moved by the Declaration of Independence. The National Portrait Gallery to be inspired by great America. Or McDonald's to buy a couple of Cokes. Cokes were really cold. We know the feeling of making a poor choice but not caring. We know that feeling well. But life is too short to skip the Declaration of Independence. Life is too short for fantasy baseball, computer solitaire, or The Bachelor. Life is too short for microwave pizza, bad novels, or having the cleanest gutters on the block. Life is too short to keep waiting for a vacation, a special occasion, or a better day. Life is too short to sit around moping, choosing despair, worrying what people think. Life is too short to complain about those you don't like, look for revenge, or try to change someone's opinion about you. Life is too short to be bitter over things you can't change, want to go back to what was, or always do the same thing. Life is too short to be bored. To always blend in or to sit in the corner while the band is playing. Life is too short to skip church, leave good words unsung, or be afraid to pray. Life is too short to intend to live a new life but never get around to it. We shouldn't give ourselves to things that are less than God's best. Or surrender ourselves to the world's values, because life is short. Jesus' disciples haven't figured that out. They act like they have forever. They worry about the wrong things. They chase what's unimportant. They run around preoccupied with details, forgetting why they started doing what they're doing in the first place. But Jesus knows the time is short. He's on his way to Jerusalem to die. There's a crowd of thousands gathering, but Jesus says this to his disciples. Don't be afraid. You've been given the kingdom. God has given you life itself. You don't have to be frightened. Be generous. Get to the pool. Get yourselves a bank that doesn't need a bailout. A bank that can't go bankrupt. A bank you can bank on. It's obvious, isn't it? The place where your treasure is, is the place you'll most want to be and end up being. Earthly possessions don't matter much when you realize that your whole life is in God's hands. God gives us eternity, so all the stuff in the world is unnecessary. Only God's treasures are worth clinging to. Stay awake. Keep the lights on. Listen to this story. Some servants are busy running around doing unimportant stuff, not giving a lot of thought to the master who's gone off to get married. But when he comes back, even if it's the middle of the night, what a celebration they'll have. He'll put on an apron, give them a seat at the table, and wait hand and foot because he'll want them to see how happy he is. He'll want them to share his joy. 
Are they ready? Do they remember why they work in the master's house? Do they understand that the whole point is to share in the master's joy? To live in the master's love? Or are they busy with peripheral matters to keep them from seeing what matters? Don't be distracted. Just when you least God will show up. God's pleasure is to give us God's presence. God wants this to be celebrated. God wants us to understand that through sorrows and trials, whatever comes, I'm going to be okay. Christ calls us to amazing lives. Jesus tells the disciples to give up wanting more, share the wealth, be constantly awake for God's presence. Jesus describes a life of loving one's enemies, turning one's cheek, serving others. Serving others. God invites God us invite to live in Christ's way, Christ. knowing that our sins are forgiven, sins are forgiven. knowing that despite no. what we might think what about ourselves think. or what others might think about us, think about. we are deeply loved by the one who created us. The value of our lives our is lives not to be measured by our measured bank by account, our, not by how we not look, by how, not by our standing by in our, the community, not even by the amount of good we've done. But simply by this, that God values us highly enough to give us joy. To give us joy. We live the good life out of gratitude. We live in the way of Christ. The way in which, by faith, forgiveness triumphs over revenge. Hope over despair. Joy over joy. Generosity over standing. Love over apathy. God calls us to be watchful for the ways in which joy is going in around us. Christ is always coming. The clouds are always descending. Stay alert to how God draws near in the mighty injustice that grabs our attention and begs for our passion. God draws near in the spiritual awakening that puts us in touch with the heart that we had forgotten we had at God draws near in the thing of beauty that reminds us that the world is more than just its ugliness. Who knows what form it will take, this reign of God that is always falling near us. Be watchful for it. Look for it in the midst of the routine. Wake up to whatever your life is bringing. Wake up to pain because we can't be healed until we admit that we're hurt. Wake up to the love we won't let ourselves feel because we're afraid our hearts will break. Wake up to the job we've been job doing. We've been. Watching for God's Watching. presence. Wake up and understand that when we look for God, we hear the ticking of the clock and understand that every minute is filled with possibilities. Our job is to stay awake to everything that life brings us so that we don't miss it when God comes. Pray for the ability to discern the presence of God because life is short and you're old before you know it. Life is short. Live every day. Your 
last because someday you'll be someday. right. Life is short, so wake short, up. So wake up. Stay alert. Be prepared. Light the lamps. Get ready. Yeah. Listen for the knock. Answer the call. Answer the Serve where you're sent. Life is short. So do what you love to do and give it your best. Whether it's business, teaching, or medicine. If you don't love what you're doing and can't give it your best, think seriously about getting out of it. Life is short. So recognize that today is the only day you have. Eat dessert first. Read good books. Life is short. Life is short. So go to church and it's worship. Church. Stay awake. Stay awake. Life is short. So it's tell short. the truth. Take care of this day. Dance. Dance. Life is short. It's short. So listen to the people you love. Tell them how much they mean to you. Visit someone Visit. else's mother in the nursing home. Life is short. So recognize that every day, every day. is a special occasion. Do something interesting. interesting. Have some fun. Choose to be happy. Life is short. Life. So forgive. So. Look past the faults of others also. just like you hope like they'll you do hope for them. you. Life is short. Life. So surround yourself with gracious people. people. Hug your friends. Care for someone you for haven't someone. cared for. Life is, short. Life is short. So be courageous. Right. Take a chance. Live so that when your life flashes your life. before your eyes, you'll have plenty to watch. Life is short. So short. embrace the possibility. The po- Try something Try new. Something. See that every day is an dream. opportunity. Dream, but don't just but don't dream. Follow those dreams. Those dreams. Life is short. Life is- so breathe. Breathe. And think deeply. Don't give your heart to that which won't fill your heart. Make the changes that will make the difference. Life is short. So celebrate God's eternity. Make time for the things that matter. Don't leave yourself regretting things you didn't do. Life is short. So be an evangelist. Tell a friend how God's friend, love has changed your life. Be a person who talks about Jesus. Pray hard. Believe in Christ with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Celebrate the life of God. Get a life. Get a life. Because it's later than you think. Life is short. Let us pray. Let us pray. God, you have given us life to cherish and celebrate. You take pleasure in sharing your presence with us. Show us what we need to do to accomplish your great enterprise of love. Lead us to your eternal presence. Amen. The Reverend Dr. Brett Younger was our preacher today. Brett is the new senior pastor of Plymouth Church in Brooklyn, New York, and previously served as associate professor of preaching at McAfee School of Theology at Mercer University in Atlanta. 
His message is entitled, Why Title, is Short? Life. For a free printed transcript, transcript. call us toll-free at 1-888-411-DAY-1. That's 888-411-3291. Or write to us at Day 1, Peachtree Road, Atlanta, Georgia, 30305. Day 1 depends on the financial contributions of our faithful listeners. If you appreciate our ministry, please consider sending a donation. We're grateful for your much-needed support. I'm Sherry Miller. Next week on Day One, we're honored to have with us the Reverend Beth Urkholz, a Lutheran pastor based in Atlanta, Georgia. Her sermon is entitled, Surrounded by Superheroes. Be sure to tune in. Final reflections final on today's sermon, sermon with our host, Peter Wallace. Brett, it gets so late so, so soon, said Dr. Seuss, Dr. and you agree. He said, we know that life is short, and yet we spend our lives as if we have nine of them to spend. We give too many of our days to our daily enough, and we act as if life is always about to begin. How can we become more become aware of the ways we the waste the hours and days of our lives? One of the calls that is common to almost all the world's great religions is to be attentive, Mm -hmm. to be aware. And while that's not the whole ballgame, it's a big part of it. If we follow Beekner's advice, when they ask him how he would summarize everything he'd written, everything he'd preached, he'd said, be attentive. See your life for the fathomless mystery that it is. That's not a bad That's summary of what Jesus teaches. You gave us a moving litany that helps us realize that life is too short not to do the important things God gives us to do. You said we shouldn't give ourselves to things that are less than God's best or surrender to the values of the world because life is short. Jesus gives us lots of advice about how to live our lives, live our lives, as you point out, how to make our lives really count. And you encouraged us to pray, pray. the ability to discern the way of Christ, but how do we figure out exactly out what exactly that means in, in our own lives? One of the joys of the last eight years as being a seminary professor has been the gorgeous, fabulous idealism of my students. I got to preach at the commissioning service as kind of a goodbye. And the line that the students kept quoting back to me was when I am implored them to not be the minister minister that people expect them to be, but to be the minister God calls. I think most of the time, at least for me, it's not that I can't imagine being the minister God calls me to be, it's that it's easier to be the minister others expect me to be. If living in the way of Christ is hard, it's hard. It's because it's so much it's easier so much to live in the way of expectation. Mm-hmm. If we're going to follow Christ, we're going to, to listen attentively. First, first to the biblical text, we have to engage the Spirit. We have to ask what God might be calling us to do and ask that question honestly. And then we have to listen to the people around us. The needs of those who are hurting 
are the voice of God calling us to live in a different way. And then I believe there's a depth to our own soul that we seldom access. And if we would just stop, be still, listen, pray, we will be given more than enough challenge. Fred, what's one thing from your sermon today that you hope our listeners will keep in mind this week? That every single moment matters. That every day is important. And that letting them pass is a sin. Brett Younger, thank you for being with us. Thank you. Thank you. Day One is the voice of America's mainline Protestant churches. Visit us online at dayone.org. Our program is recorded and edited by Donald Jones and produced by Peter Wallace. Thank you for joining us. I'm Sherry Miller wishing you all God's blessings on day one and forever.
but excellence never will never. in the high calling of our daily work. So glad we left so, that stupid party. No joke. Hey, baby, are you an overdue library book? Because you got fine written all over you. All over you. <laughs> what about that girl with that the hoop girl? earring? Ridiculous. When she was dancing, Megan, look out. Look out. Oh, my God. Becky. Uh, Becky, are you okay? My arm. I think it's broken. Can you bend it? It's already bent. bent. In the wrong direction. I can't believe this. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I only had a few drinks. Did I was drink? just buzzed. Really? Just buzzed? Yeah, I swear. Where? Oh. In that case, my arm's fine. <laughs> ah, that's better. You're really okay? You're serious, Becky? No, e genius. I'm not serious. I'm not Ow! My arm is Buzzed driving. Maybe we should stop acting like it's no big deal. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to introduce a man who needs no introduction. His credits are too long to live. He has done the impossible.
right here. This right here. Come on. I know you're going through the jump now. Yeah. You feel like giving up now. Your spot is tough now. But how can you learn if you don't fall? How can you walk? First, you don't crawl. But through it all, you keep blessing me. While they pressing me. And they testing me. They keep stressing me. Because they never heard a preacher for show. Go. No.
And if the teenage me were here, she'd tell you I wouldn't be in the drawing and art if it wasn't for big brothers, big sisters. Most kids from my neighborhood don't get into art. They get into trouble. But I was lucky because my big sister showed me early on that I didn't have to be like most people. And to the young me, that meant a lot. My big sister's name is Sheila, and Sheila is the reason that this eight-year-old grows up to have an amazing job as a graphic designer. Whether you donate money or time, you're helping Big Brothers Big Sisters help a child, and that can last a lifetime. Start something today at BigBrothersBigSisters.org. Brought to you by Big Brothers Big Sisters and the Ad Council. Can you tell if the surfaces in this kitchen are crawling with bacteria that could cause chronic arthritis? Listen. Can't. Can you? You can't see it either. Wash surfaces, utensils, and hands frequently with soapy water while preparing food, especially when handling raw meats or eggs. Raw food may contain bacteria that can make you very sick or worse. One in six Americans will get sick from food poisoning this year, and roughly 3,000 will die. But you can keep your family safe by cleaning with soap and water as you go. Learn more about this and other important information. Check your steps at foodsafety.gov. That's foodsafety.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. All right, folks. Folks, we'll you on to 8 p.m. for the nation's talk. And today, God bless you. We'll see you at church. Just
and against man. I believe that on the third day, by the power of God, you were raised from the dead as living proof that my trust in you tonight is not in vain. I believe that as Christ was raised from the dead, so tonight, Almighty God, you are raising me from the dead. From the death of sin, you are giving me a new life. The life of Jesus Christ. Oh God, on my testimony and the belief in my heart, and according to your word, at this moment, I believe I am saved. I am saved. I am saved. Oh, let me ask you, friends, in closing tonight, have you done this? Have you obeyed the gospel? Have you obeyed the gospel? Have you come to that
the Tram Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Chang Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.